do design decisions involve value judgments? Andy Halliwell has gone and posted this question on LinkedIn as part of our redesigning D&T project and debates. I think this is a really tricky one to answer and our expert group felt that it was an important question that needed debating. Do design decisions involve value judgments? I think firstly, I'd be saying, what do you mean by a value judgment, a values judgment? And maybe in your response to Andy's question, you'll explore what you understand and what your views are of what value judgments are and then whether they actually impinge on or affect the design decisions that designers make and also that children make in D&T lessons. So do join the debate. We're always open to conversation and discussion on this. But for now, on to the next episode. This is the Talking D&T podcast, episode one. Welcome to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas and opinions about D&T. In this episode, I'm with Jennifer, who's just started our subject knowledge enhancement course at Nottingham Trent. So welcome, second week? Yes, second week. Enjoying it? Yes, it's really good, thank you. So tell me a little bit about your background in design and technology then. Um, so I graduated last summer with a degree in industrial design and technology from Loughborough. I have always loved design and, you know, I especially from my degree, just learned so much about like the different avenues that, mm-hmm. you know, design can take you in. Um, so yeah, I was particularly interested in like user experience design, so that area. So yeah, you could, you know, choose modules based on what you like, were particularly right. interested in. Tell me a little bit more about that. What's that? User user experience. User experience. Design. Design. What what does that mean? Um, so the initial module started off as it being like app design. Um, so it'd be like very digital based user experience and how you would perhaps like program an app and you would you know you'd think oh I'll just do it how I want but actually it's more about think like interviewing a user getting them to use it right. and then you realise that actually you know there are all these universal um, you know, movements on a screen. So that was kind of our introduction to user experience mm-hmm. through app-based design. And then, you know, that is then applied to, you know, so much other things with, within product design. Because that's what industrial design yeah. is. It's, it is basically product design. It just yes. was named, I don't know, because you did industrial I, design I did as well, in, didn't you? I did industrial design at Brunel. So it, mine was 75% industrial design degree mm-hmm. and then 25% education. And I suppose we used to sort of, um, talk about it. I remember doing the new designers exhibition in London, yeah. and we used to say it not just look, it doesn't just look good, it works. Yeah, um, and that does sort of segregate you a little bit from some of more of the BA design courses, which may be more about the aesthetics and the form, yeah. and and that the way people interact with it, but not necessarily going into the robustness of the of the workings of it. Yeah, so mine was similar, but it it was probably more focused on how something looks from the outside but you had a very good understanding of how it worked on the inside Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't so at Loughborough there were two courses industrial design and product design the product designers would look very much at it from an internal basis so Mm -hmm. they would work out all the electronics and um, perhaps not care about what it looked like so much whereas we would be more um, you know a little bit more blue sky thinking so you'd perhaps know the technology that was going into it but you didn't 
need to program it yourself. Right. Okay. So, so that's interesting. That's a complete reverse of the way it was when I did my undergraduate yeah. degree. Okay. So, so not, was yours a BSC? Mine's a BSC. Yeah. See, mine was a BA, but right. still had the still had like understanding, understanding. of okay. electronics and mechanics and stuff in it. So did you get to design any apps then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're on the app store. Uh, no, no, they're not on the apps. <laughs> no. There you, haven't was... made, you haven't made you thousands in the Oh, billions. absolutely no. not, no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you could, with the apps and um, programming, you could do it on, like, um, prototyping apps, basically, yeah. and then you could send it to a web link, and then you could use that web link on your phone. So they all worked, but obviously yeah. just you can buy them off the app store. You didn't go that far. No. <laughs> no. So what did you finish with in your final year? What was your sort of major project? Uh, yeah, what so did you do? Um, my major project was actually a product that made chocolate from um, cacao beans. Right. So it's all about um, like you know the traditional methods of chocolate mm. making have completely died out, and you know mass manufacturing methods, and no one knows how you know they it, chocolate was originally made. So it's all about bringing this experience into like a modern home. Right. Um, so the way that it worked alluded to these like traditional methods. So the beans were like roasted over an open flame, but you know the open flame was made of like bioethanol fuel, so okay. it was um, like safe for indoor use. And then you could use uh, then there, there was like a grinding sleeve. Um, so they used to do that through gl- through grinding on a big rock thing. Yeah, so it's like water sort of idea. exactly yeah. So um, yeah, this was just making it way more efficient and you know actually suitable for a modern day home. Um, but yeah, that was also accompanied with an app. But okay. it was very focused on you know what what my user wanted and you know people that wanted to make chocolate from scratch and understand what went into their product. So they were perhaps like a little bit health conscious mm. and um, yeah, yeah. There was there was loads that yeah. you know was around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not as simple as saying. I made a homemade chocolate baking course, No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, we'd be here for an hour if I was trying to yeah. explain it all, but yeah. Okay, so the whole thing about user experience threaded its way through. Oh, yeah, degree. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, just because that's what I particularly was interested in. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I focused a project around that, and then, you know, it was this kind of opportunity-based mm-hmm. project that I made into this big experience within a home. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was that was my major project. So do you, do you hope to bring that into your D and T teaching? Is that, is that your yeah, well, um, on on the ski course last week, we mm. presented our, you know, like our work, so we could understand each other's backgrounds and everything. And then um, I presented mine in like a portfolio style, you know, mm-hmm. um, presentation. And um, on there, Sarah had mentioned that there was some like good teaching aids of how I'd perhaps laid it out. So yeah, I guess if if you break it down, there's a a simple design process that went into it right. um, that you could perhaps describe to children. And what about that user experience stuff? Is there anything there that you're seeing already that you're wondering whether you could use some of your learning on your degree mm. and sort of recontextualise that into the classroom? Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't think, you know, I did DTA level and GCSE and I'd never really, you knew about a user and you'd made up a user, didn't you? Mm. But, you know, I never went out and did actual interviews I made up the interviews myself and I, I feel like you could bring that in so much into schools now and it make it more exciting for a child like for children so these products are actually something that perhaps someone wants and get them to experiment with you know the prototyping and yeah um you know like make like 
rubbish card models that you take home to your parents and you get them to use and you get mm. so many insights from you know little just little models that yes. take took you two minutes to make yeah. and I think that's so important to you know perhaps bring into schools so yeah. they would understand their user a little bit more yeah I mean that I that when we were talking earlier in the week you know when I sort of emptied out my rucksack yeah and said we could get people to talk about what they carry and why they carry you could bring somebody into the classroom yeah that. couldn't you just to be around and show what Definitely. they're carrying and and the children interview them and talk to them or yeah you get to understand, like you said, that you, we knew so much about you, that your organisation, that you love lists, and you know, just from you pulling out yeah. your, your... Your notebook and the highlighters. And the highlighters yeah. and everything, yeah. So rather than just interviewing, she might not find out for an interview exactly mm. what someone's like. There's yeah. some real potential there, things that you could bring in to the classroom that's sort of structured. Yeah. So you start to think about how what you've done in your undergraduate might lead into your teaching career mm-hmm. so, but how have you got to this point then what's what's brought you on to, you to teacher education um so you know I, I didn't really through my degree think about what I wanted to do after I did a placement year mm-hmm. um so I worked in cosmetic retail design um and I absolutely loved it it was amazing I learned loads but I specifically went into that because I wanted to get better at CAD software right. um so it wasn't necessarily you know the dream job whatever I pushed myself to do something that I wasn't very good at to get better for my final year. Um, but yes, I, I learned loads from it and then, you know, didn't in my final year think about what I really wanted to do. Um, so I graduated, went traveling and then took the year off to kind of really think about what I wanted to do. And I've, um, I've been a swim teacher since, well, for seven, eight years now, okay. um, teaching from three year olds to 83 year olds. So I absolutely love it. And I finished the degree and was traveling. I was like, why can't I just teach swimming for the rest of my life? And then, you know, I was having a conversation with someone. I was like, but I love design. Like, it's just genuine passion of mine. Mm. And then someone just said to me, why don't you teach design? And then you've got your two favorite things put together. And it was just something that, you know, I'd never really thought of. And Mm. I, I can't say that I wanted to be a teacher forever, like quite a lot of people can. It's just not something I really thought of. And I started looking into it and it just like proper gave me a buzz inside mm. and I feel like that's so important I'm I'm a girl that you know goes with what your heart says yes. and and I get those feelings and you know I was looking at other jobs and it just wasn't doing the same um so yeah when I came to the open day here and I was speaking to people about it I was just like this is perfect this is exactly what I want to do you know it's combining design and teaching my two favorite things so that's kind of how I came across this rather right. than it being something you know a forever job <laughs> yeah but that's interesting we all come into these things in yeah. different ways and it's it's lovely to hear about I would use the word it resonated mm. you know it kind of had that same sort of you, you, yeah as you say sort of touched you and made you sort of feel excited yeah. about it I think that's yeah. important like I would I want to go into a job and and love it mm. I, I don't want to you know make millions and be in a job that I hate yeah. I would rather do something that I love for the rest of my life so that yeah. feeling to me was really important to have um, but yeah I definitely got that so what is it about design then? Because you say you're really passionate about design, what's what's the thing? I I just think that design comes into so much in our life, and you know I I haven't truly realised that until studying design mm. for a degree. Perhaps I just did it again because I loved it, and when I looked at that mm. course, I I got a buzz. But um, but yeah, like everything comes into design. You yeah. you know you need maths to be able to do design. You need English to be able to write about your designs like 
you know, science, everything comes into it. I just think it's so important. And I perhaps think in schools it's not portrayed as that. Right. As, as well as it should be. And, you know, some people think um, there's a joke on a TV show about, you know, you can do your D&T homework. It's like, oh, yeah, I've already put up a shelf. It's, you know, it's yeah. not about that. It's, you use so much of your brain designing and mm. it's in absolutely everything that's in this room. So, you know, it's, it's just something that is so important and, you know, we can inspire that. I think being passionate about it, you can hopefully inspire that next generation to go, you know, into the, all these different avenues of design. Um, you know, for example, like the environment is such a big mm. thing at the moment. Our kids learning enough about that can we go in and you know inspire that next generation to you know help save the planet it's it's things like big thinking that Mm. we can change so much being designers Mm. so I think it's exciting yeah you you are clearly very excited (laughs) it's gonna be great I'm sat here thinking this is gonna be fantastic working with you next year yeah hopefully yes (laughs) yeah I mean they didn't crumble (laughs) no well it is a tough year. Of course. You know, let's not underestimate. Next year is hard. Yeah. Um, because at points it feels like you're holding down a full-time job when you're out on placement. Yeah. And then you've got this other thinking to be doing around it and you're learning. Yeah. And you're on a course. So it, it's kind of really complex of next year and hard. Yeah. Um, but I hope you listen back to this during the year to remind yourself when you're feeling... Yeah you know low or tired because there will be moments like that and I'm not trying to overstate it but to listen back and think yeah that's why I came in to do this yeah and uh, it's just been really lovely to listen to you talking about it (laughs) (laughs) so thank you so much thank you you've been listening to the talking D&T podcast with me Alison Hardy you can connect with me on twitter at hardy underscore allison show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website alisonhardy.work thanks for listening Mm -hmm.